0: Jai Radha Madhava Jai Kunja Vihari Jai Radha Madhava Bijana vallabha Jaya giri vada Jaya giri shorananda jaya nanda nana brijajanaram jana jananana nana yamuna tiravana cha Jai Kunja Behare Yamunati Avana Chani Jai Radha Marhaba, Jaya Kunja Bihari, Jaya Radha, Marhaba, Jaya Kunja Bihari.
1: Jayam Vishnupad Paramahamsa Padirajikacharya Shota Shota Shishimad His Divine Grace Shilesi Bhaktivedanta Samharaj Shila Prabhupada Ki Jayam Vishnupad Paramahamsa Padirajikacharya shota, shota Shishimad His Divine Grace Shila Bhaktivedanta Sarasati Goswami Shila Prabhupada Ki Shi Chaitanya Chaitami Taki Hari Hari. All glorious the assembled Devotees. All glorious assembled Devotees. All glorious the assembled Devotees. All glorious Sishi Guru and Guranga all glorious Srila Prabhupada.
0: Jaya jaya shi-shetanya jaya nityananda Jaya jaya shi-shetanya jaya nityananda Jaya dveta chandra jaya ghaura bhaktavinda
1: Jaya Dveta Chandra Jaya bhakta Vinda Jaya Jaya Shishetanya Jaya nityananda.
0: Jaya Jaya Shishetanya Jaya nityananda.
1: Jai Advetta Chandra Jaya Gaurabhakta Vinda Jai Advetta Chandra Jaya Gaurabhakta Vinda So we're from reading from the Chaitanya Charita Mricah, Madhya Leela, Lord Chaitanya instructs Sanatana Goswami, beginning with text 119. Bhayam dvitiya vinesha ishadapetasya viparyo smithi Tanmayato bhuda abha jhetam bhaktya keyasyam gurudeva So this is a quote Lord Chaitanya is giving from the Srimad Bhagavatam. This is a verse that Prabhupada often quotes. When the living entity is attracted to the material energy, which is separate from Krishna, he is overpowered by fear. So what is the first sentence? Yes. So when the living entity is attracted by the material energy, which is separate from Krishna, he is overpowered by fear. Because he is separated from the Supreme Personality of Godhead by the material energy, his conception of life, of life is reversed. In other words, instead of being an, the eternal servant of Krishna, he becomes Krishna's competitor. This is called viparyo smithi. To nullify this mistake, one who is actually learned and advanced worships the Supreme Personality of Godhead as his spiritual master, worshipable deity and source of life. Thus he worships the Lord by the process of unalloyed devotional service. Purport. This is a quotation from the Srimad Bhagavatam, 11th Canto, 237. It is an instruction given by Kavi Rishi, one of the nine saintly personalities called the nine Yogendras. When Vasudev Krishna's father asked Divarshi Narada about devotional service. It was mentioned that previously King Nimi, who was the king of Videha, was instructed by the nine Yogendras. When Narada Muni discoursed on Bhagavad Dharma, devotional service, he indicated how a conditioned soul can be liberated by engaging in the loving, transcendental service of the Lord. The Lord is the super-soul, spiritual master, and worshipful deity of all conditioned souls. Not only is Krishna the supreme worshipful deity of all living entities, but he is also the guru or chaitya guru, the super-soul, one who always gives the living entity good counsel. Unfortunately, the living entity neglects the Supreme Person's instructions. Thus, He, he thus identifies with the material energy and is consequently overpowered powered with a kind of fear resulting from accepting himself as the material body and considering the paraphernalia related to the body to be his property. All types of of results actually come from the spirit soul. But because he has forgotten his real duty, he is embarrassed by many material consequences, such as fear and attachment. The only remedy is to the service of the Lord, and thus be saved. From material nature's unwanted harassment. So in, in Christianity, you have the Trinity. And so they talked about that in the verse. Does anybody can point out what is the Trinity that is discussed in the purport? Make some guesses. So what's the, what's the Trinity in, in Christianity? The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And so who's the Son? Jesus. So here it says, the Lord is the super soul. So what would you compare that to? The Holy Spirit. It's present all over. He is the spiritual master. So who would you compare that to? Jesus, the Son. And the worshipful deity. The Father. There's a little trinity going on there. So this verse... Um, It is also can be taken as a reference to the five kleshas of the Yoga Sutra. So Yoga Sutra describes five kinds of kleshas or miserable conditions that the conditioned soul is subjected to. So those are namely avidya, ignorance, asmita, material conception of life, Raga, attachment. Dvesha, disgust or hatred. And abhinej, Abhivinesha, absorption, con- clinging to the material conception of life and being trapped. So you find uh, this word uh, avidya, it is referenced in this verse as ishad see, is Ishad Apitasya. So one who has withdrawn himself from Krishna, who's gone away from Krishna. Asmita, material conception, is compared to vipareyo, means forgetfulness. So asmita also means forgetfulness. Raga, attachment, which leads to fear, bhayam is related in this verse, verse as a bhayam, And dvesha, Disgust and hatred is related to asmriti, As, asmriti and Abhivinesha is also mentioned in this verse. So, when the living entity is attracted by material nature, which is separate from Krishna, he is overpowered by fear, because he is separated from the supreme personality of Godhead by the by the material energy. His conception of life is reversed. In other words. Instead of being the eternal servant of Krishna, he becomes a Krishna's competitor. So we're always desiring to be the Lord in this world. Even if we're at the temple, we may desire uh, puja, people to worship us, pratishta, uh, to honor us. We desire fame, power, distinction. So this is our conditioned situation. sadhu Shastra Kripayadi Krishna Mukahoi Seja Nistare Maya Tarachada If the conditioned soul becomes Krishna consciousness Krishna conscious by the mercy of saintly persons Krishna Muka his face is turned towards Krishna. Who voluntarily preach scriptural injunctions and help him to become Krishna conscious. The conditioned souls liberated from the clutches of Maya. Who gives him up. So Maya is, she is Krishna's servant. She has a thankless task. So say somebody wants to go to the spiritual world. Since we brought up the Trinity, we can bring up another thing. This who's who is the personality in Christianity who is like always sending obstacles in spiritual life? The devil, yeah. Satan. So say you go to the spiritual world, knock on the gates, you say, I'm ready. I'm ready to love Krishna. So who answers the door? The Devil, <laughs> and he says, "Oh, really, and he goes, Blu-lu-lu-lu. and he shows us you know a n- nice pile of gold, and we go, Oh, I start walking over that way, <laughs> and then you come back again a little while later, and you're like i'm ready, I'm ready, love Krishna. And the devil answers the door again, he says,
2: Really,."
1: shows us some yeah another thing that we may be attracted to some fame or powers beautiful women or you know, oh. walk over that way so maya she has that thankless task of keeping all the insincere souls out of the spiritual world keep us in illusion but Saru sastra by the mercy of the sadhus and the sastra, the saintly people, Gripaya, by their mercy, we can, Krishna Muko. we can turn our face towards Krishna. So then, when we become fixed at Krishna's lotus feet, then Maya, she can back off. When we become completely fixed. She says, okay, I no longer, you're now under Krishna's jurisdiction. This is not, you're no longer under my jurisdiction. Just like uh, it is said that, uh, Jeev Jago, Jeev Jago, Gaura Chandra Bhole, Kotanidra Jayomaya, Pishachira Kole. So, Chetanya Bhole, Goranga bole. He is calling us, wake up sleeping soul, wake up. How long will you sleep on the lap of the witch called Maya? So sometimes if a, a kid is really bad, back in the, back in the 80s they would, say, they would say to the kids all the time, we're going to send you to military school that was it. so you may go maybe you have to leave your house go to your your uncle's house or some other family member cuz you're just a, a mischievous child troublesome child or maybe you go to military so Krishna's, so then you become under their jurisdiction but if you correct your behavior then you go you can go back home don't sleep in the lap of the witch called Maya. So, Maya, she'll give up her control. She is impossible to overcome. Daivyesha, guna mai, mama maya, duratyaya. Krishna says, this maya of mine. Impossible! Very difficult to overcome mai tam, but very easy overcome, so he says, impossible, very difficult, and the next side he says, very easy, if mam if you just simply surrender unto me, and the example is given it is like an ocean, you cannot swim across the ocean, but when you surrender to Krishna, that water shrinks to the size of a puddle of a calf 's footprint, little calf, very small, you can easily. Cross beyond it. Purport: A conditioned soul is one who has forgotten Krishna as his eternal master, thinking that he is enjoying the material world. The conditioned soul suffers threefold miseries of material existence. (inaudible) Saintly persons, sadhus, Vaishnava devotees of the Lord, preach Krishna consciousness on the basis of Vedic literature. It is only by their mercy that the conditioned soul is awakened to Krishna consciousness. When awakened, he is no longer eager to enjoy the materialistic way of life. So if we're all very eager to enjoy the materialistic way of life, that means we have not awakened, we are still asleep in the lap of the witch called maya. Instead, he devotes himself to the loving service of the Lord. When one engages in the Lord's devotional service, he becomes detached from material enjoyment. And so he quotes a very famous verse, bhakti Pareshana bhava vraktir anyatra This is the test by which one can tell whether he is advancing in devotional service. One must be detached from material enjoyment. Such detachment means that maya has actually given the conditioned soul liberation from illusory enjoyment. When one is advanced in Krishna consciousness, he does not consider himself as good as Krishna. Whatever he thinks, whenever he thinks that he is the enjoyer of material advantages, he is imprisoned in the bodily conception. However, when he is free from the bodily conception, he engage, can engage in devotional service, which is his actual position of freedom from the clutches of Maya. This is all explained in the following verse of the Bhagavad Gita. So the verse from the Bhagavatam they quoted is a really nice analogy. So here's a question for you. What happens to you when you eat food? Any any experiences happen when you eat food? Satiated? So you're Um, you, You enjoy the taste. What else happens? Some energy. So there's tushti, taste. Pushti, nourishment. And something goes away. Hunger goes away. Now, this happens with each bite. You get some taste, some energy... And your hunger is successively going away. So this is compared to tuschi, this taste is compared to the joy of bhakti. And the nourishment is compared to paraneshu anubhav, or the experience, the, the awareness of the Supreme Person that one gains. And Viraktir, being detached from material enjoyment as compared to one's hunger going away. So it is a barometer of our spiritual life how much our hunger has gone away to chase after the temporary. The, um, for example, if you met some guy in the 7 parking lot, he was in the back, Eating out of the dumpster, and he said, "Hey, uh, sir, um, do you need you need me to help you get some food." He says, "No, actually, um, I, I I own Amazon. Would you would you believe him? No. Why wouldn't you believe him? He just said it." So if he owns if he owns Amazon, he's happy. Obviously, has the capability of getting a nice meal at Kalachanji's or even some food at 7-Eleven. Even, but he's in the he's in the dumpster. Meaning, he he's not full. His stomach's empty. So if someone is actually experiencing love of God, they're full. So if they're full, then they're, you don't find them engaging in intoxication, adultery, all these things. They, they're, they're satisfied. They're, they're, they're not hungry. They're full. So if they're hungry, that means they're not tasting Krishna. They're not ex- getting it. They're not, not experiencing it. They're not taking those bites. So someone says, I love God. Say, well, then why are you still hungry? Why do you need a cigarette? So there should be some result from practicing bhakti that one becomes uh, satisfied within and that their hunger goes away. And if their hunger has not gone away, then they're not really taking enough, uh, eating enough, particip- participating. In the process, enough to actually experience Krishna. Maybe just get a, a whiff, a smell of it, but no. So there should be each bite should be a full bite and get some experience from it, and then hunger should go away. Oftentimes, in all different traditions, you find people who present themselves as very saintly, but you see. They're attracted to all kinds of abominable things because they're not getting that satisfaction. Because the soul is anandam bhūdi vārdhanam. He's always looking for pleasure. So you can find pleasure on different grades of levels. You can find pleasure on the basis of bhūti or intelligence by being a philosopher you can find pleasure on the basis of the mind. You enjoy some movie, there's emotion. You can find pleasure on the physical level. Like a pig, if you offer a pig, you give him a choice a nice, delicious uh, cake. You can get, you know, there's a really good brownie at Kalachanji, you can give him the brownie. Or you can give him what is flushing down the toilet. And the pig will always choose what is flushing down the toilet. That's his level of taste. So, we could also enjoy very low energy, low quality things. It means that we're not really tasting. Because if you get paramhrishtva, you get the higher taste, then you lose your interest in the lower taste. So if a person ha- is ch- chasing after the lower taste, then they really have not attained the higher taste. So there's a quote of the next verse. It says, that will be explained in the following verse. And it is the verse that we actually quoted earlier. mayatam itam tarantite. This divine energy of mine, consisting of the three modes of material nature, is difficult to overcome. But those who surrendered unto me can easily cross beyond it. Maya Mukta Jivera Nahishwata Krishna Jnan Jivera Kripaya Kaila Krishna Veda Puran. The conditioned soul cannot revive his Krishna consciousness by his own efforts. But out of causeless mercy, Lord Krishna has compiled Vedic literature and its supplements, the Puranas. The conditioned soul is bewildered by the Lord's illusory energy, Maya. Maya's business is to keep the conditioned soul forgetful of his real relationship with Krishna. Thus, the living entity forgets his real identity as spirit soul, Brahman. And instead of realizing his factual position, thinks himself the product of the material energy. According to the Srimad Bhagavatam, (inaudible) yaya samhodo jivo atmanam Atmakam. Quote Due to this, this external energy, the living entity, although transcendental to the modes of material nature, think him, thinks himself as a material product and thus undergoes the reactions of material misery. So, Shwapna Drashtur Ivanjasha, it is stated in the Bhagavatam. Actually, there's a verse that's repeated five times in the Bhagavatam. Swapne, that we are actually in a dream. Our connection to this reality is not there. It's, it's just an uh, illusory attachment. We are not actually conditioned. We just misidentify. or we, We're not actually part of this body. We just misidentify. it's like a dream, there are so many fearful situations. And instead of trying to fight the line in the dream, the solution is just to wake up. This description of Maya's action upon the conditioned soul, this is a description of Maya's action upon the conditioned soul, thinking himself a product of material energy. The conditioned soul In the service of material engages in the service of material energy in so many ways. He becomes a servant of lust, anger, greed and envy. In this way, one becomes a servant of the illusory energy. Later, the bewildered soul becomes a servant of mental speculation, but in any case he is simply covered by the illusory energy. Out of his us mercy and compassion, Krishna has compiled Vedic, various Vedic literatures in his incarnations as Vyasadeva. Vyasadeva is a Shakta-veshavatar of Lord Krishna. Right? He has very kindly presented these literatures to awaken the conditioned soul to his senses. Unfortunately, at the present moment, the conditioned souls are guided by demons who do not care to read the Vedic literatures. Although there is an immense treasure house of knowledge, people are engaged in reading useless literatures that will give them no information of how to get out of the clutches of Maya. The purpose of Vedic literature is explained in the following verses. Shastra-guru-atma-rupe-anya-apanare-janan krishna mora trata jiva hora gyan The forget, forgetful conditioned soul is educated by Krishna through Vedic literatures, the realized spiritual master and the super-soul. Through these, he can understand the Supreme Personality of Godhead as he is. And he can understand that Lord Krishna is his Eternal Master and Deliverer from the clutches of Maya. In this way, one can acquire real knowledge of his conditioned life, and he can come to understand how to attain liberation. Purport. Being forgetful of his real position, the conditioned soul, may take help from Shastra, Guru, and Supersoul within his heart. Krishna is situated in everyone's heart as the Supersoul, as stated in the Bhagavad Gita. (laughs) Ishvara Sarva Bhutanam Hideshe Arjuna Tishtati Brahmayan Sarva Bhutanam Bhutani Yantra Rudhani Mayaya the Supreme Lord is situated in everyone's heart over Arjuna and is directing the wanderings of all living entities who are seated as if on a machine made of material energy. As the Shakti-Vishavatar Vyasadeva, Krishna teaches the conditioned soul through Vedic literatures. Krishna externally appears as the spiritual master and trains the conditioned soul to come to Krishna consciousness. When his original Krishna consciousness is revived, the conditioned soul is delivered from material clutches. Thus, a conditioned soul is always helped by the Supreme Personality of God in, in three ways. By the scripture, by the spiritual master, and by the super soul within his heart. The Lord is the deliverer of the conditioned soul and is accepted as the supreme Lord of all living entities. Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita, "Sarva dharman mam ekam ham tam sarva All abandon all varieties of religion and just surrender unto me. I shall deliver you from all sinful reactions. Do not fear. This same instruction is found throughout all Vedic literature. Sadhu, sastra, and guru act as representative of Krishna. And the the Krishna conscious movement is also taking place all over the universe. And whoever takes this opportunity becomes liberated. So, we read some more. Veda Shastri Kahe Sambhanna Prayojan Krishna Prap Sambhanda Bhakti Praptera Sadhan. The Vedic literature gives information about the living entity's eternal relationship with Krishna, and this is called sampanda. The living entity's understanding of this relationship and his acting according to that is called Abhideya. And returning home, back to Godhead, is the ultimate goal of life, and that is called prayojana. What are the three? Sambanda, Abhideya, and Prayojana. So, Sambanda is now understanding a relationship. Abhideya is acting according to that relationship. And Prayojana is attaining the full realization of that relationship, becoming perfected in that relationship. Abhideya nam bhakti preem Prayojana purusha purushata-shiromani-prema-mahana-dana. Devotional service, or sense activity for the satisfaction of the Lord, is called abhidheya. Because it can develop one's original love of Godhead, which is the goal of life. If the goal of the living entity's topmost interests. This goal is the living entity's topmost interest and greatest wealth. Thus once attain a platform of transcendental loving service unto the Lord, purport. The conditioned soul is bewildered by the external material energy which fully engages himself in sense gratification in various ways. Due to the engagement of material activities, one's original Krishna consciousness is covered. However, as the supreme father of all living entities, Krishna wants his sons to return home, back to Godhead. Therefore, he personally comes to deliver Vedic literatures like the Bhagavad Gita. He engages his confidential service servants who serve as spiritual masters and enlighten the conditioned living entities being present in everyone's heart, the Lord gives the living entities the conscience by which they can accept the Vedas and the spiritual master. In this way, the living entity can understand his constitutional position and his relationship with the Supreme Lord. As personally enunciated by the Lord himself in the Bhagavad Gita, 1515, Vedaishya <laughs> sarverahama Through the study of Vedanta, one can become fully aware of his relationship with the Supreme Lord and act accordingly. In this way, one may ultimately attain the platform of loving service to the Lord. It is in the living entity's best interest to understand the Supreme Lord. Unfortunately, the living entity has forgotten this and is their best interest. And therefore, Srimad Bhagavatam says... Everyone wants to achieve the ultimate goal of life, but due to being absorbed in material energy, we waste our time with sense gratification. Through the study of Vedic literatures, of which the essence is the Bhagavad Gita, one comes to Krishna consciousness. Thus one engages in devotional service called avidheya. When the living entity actually develops love of God, it... He has reached the ultimate goal, prayojana. In other words, one becomes fully Krishna conscious, has attained the perfection of life. Krishna Madura Sevana Prapti Arkaran, Krishna Seva Kare Krishna Rasvadan. When one attains transcendental bliss of an intimate relationship with Krishna, he renders service to him and tastes mellows of Krishna consciousness. So Krishna is presenting this knowledge of to serve him, not because he is not self sufficient. Krishna appreciates the love and service offered to him, but it's for our own interest to serve Krishna. It's for our own happiness. We're, we're not happy outside of our actual nature, our dharma, to always engage in the loving service of God. Separate from that uh, activity, we're not satisfied. So, our, the ultimate realization of our actual nature is... We are servants of God. Like a Prabhupada says, you can change your religion, but you cannot change your dharma. Dharma means your essential nature. Of course you can become Hindu, then a Muslim, then a Christian, then a Buddhist, then a Jain, then a this, then a that, then a this. And you can change that, different conceptions of life. But your nature as a the soul to, to desire to engage in loving service to God. That is eternal. That's your Sanatan Dharma. And unless the soul acts on that platform, he is never satisfied. Iyate drishtanta yachi dharidre raghare <laughs> sarvagya asiduka deke pucharatharhe. The following parable may be given. Once a learned astrologer came to the house of a poor man and seeing his distressed condition, questioned him. You want to hear this? Purports. Sometimes we go to an astrologer or a palmist when we are in a distressed condition or when we want to know the future. The living entity is a con- in conditioned life is always distressed by the threefold miseries of material existence. Under the, the circumstance, he is inquisitive about his position. For instance, Sanatana Goswami approached the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Shishanya Mahaprabhu, to ask him why he was in a distressed condition. This is the position of all conditioned souls. We are in a distressed condition. An intelligent man naturally becomes inquisitive. This position is called Brahma jikhyasa. So in 1998, I had a punk rock band and we had a song called Brahma Janasa. I didn't know how to say that word. <laughs> brahma Janasa. We had a whole song about spiritual realization. And I was like, Brahma Janasa was like the chorus. (laughs) Atato Brahma Jigyasa, Vedanta Sutra 111. This is the first verse of Vedanta Sutra. Brahma here refers to the Vedic literature. One should consult Vedic literature to know why the conditioned soul is always in a distressed condition. The Vedic literatures are meant to free the conditioned soul from the miserable conditions of material existence. In this chapter, the story of the astrologer Sarva and the poor man is very instructive. The astrologer asked, Why are you unhappy? Your father was very wealthy, but he did not disclose his wealth to you because he died elsewhere. Just as the words of the astrologer Sarvagya gave news of the poor man's treasure, the Vedic literature advises one about Krishna consciousness when one is inquisitive to know why he is in a stress condition. By the words of the astrologer, the poor man's connection with the treasure was established. Similarly, by Vedic literature, advises us that our real connection is with Sri Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Purport The Bhagavad Gita 726, Krishna says, Vedaham mm-hmm. samatitani vartmanani bhavishyani kashtana. Arjuna. Oh Arjuna, as a Supreme Personality of Godhead, I know all everything that has happened in the past, all that is happening in the present, and all things that are yet to come. I know all living entities, but me no one knows. Thus Krishna knows the cause of the distressed condition of the conditioned soul, and therefore he descends from his original position to instruct the conditioned soul and inform him about his forgetfulness of his relationship with Krishna. Krishna exhibits himself in his relationships in Vrindavan and in the battle of Kurukshetra so that people be attracted to him and return will return home back to Godhead. Krishna also says in the book of the Gita that he is the proprietor of all universes, the enjoyer of everything that be and the friend of everyone. Bhaktaram Sarva Sarva Bhutanam if we revive our original intimate relationship with Krishna, our distressed condition in the material world will be mitigated. Everyone is trying to adjust the distressed conditions of the material existence. But the basic problem cannot be solved unless one is in an intimate relationship with Krishna. Although being assured by his, of his father's treasure, the poor man cannot acquire the treasure by such knowledge alone. Therefore, the astrologer had to inform him of the means by which he could actually find the treasure. The astrologer said, the treasure is in a place, in this place, but if you dig towards the southern side, wasps and drones will rise and you will not get your treasure. If you dig on the western side, there is a ghost a yaksha who will create disturbance that your hands will not even touch the treasure. If you dig on the northern side, there is a big black snake that will devour you and attempt to dig up the treasure. However, if you dig up a small quantity of dirt on the eastern side, your hands will immediately touch the pot of treasure. The Vedic literatures, including the Puranas, state that according to the position of the conditioned soul, there are different processes: karma kanda, jnana kanda, the yogic process, and bhakti yoga process. Karma kanda is compared to the wasp and drones that simply bite if one takes shelter of them. Jnana kanda, or the speculative process, is simply like a ghost who creates mental disturbances. Yoga, the mystic process, compared to a black snake that devours people by the impersonal cultivation of kaivalya. However, if one takes the bhakti yoga, he quickly becomes successful. In other words, through Bhakti Yoga one's hands touch the hidden treasure without difficulty. The goal of all revealed scripture in the Vedic literature's injunctions is Krishna, as Krishna says himself in the Bhagavad Gita aham vedya Since the Vedas enjoy that one enjoin that one should search out Krishna and take shelter at his lotus feet. Since no Vedic process but devotional service will enable one to do this, one has to take to devotional service. According to Bhagavad Gita 1855, only the bhakti process is said to be definitive. bhakti abhijanati. This is a conclusive statement of the Vedas and one one who has to accept this process if one is serious in searching for Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. In this connection, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur gives the following statement. The eastern side represents devotional service to Lord Krishna. The southern side represents the process of fruitive activities, which ends in material gain. The western side represents Kyanakanda, the process of mental speculation, and sometimes called Siddhikanda. The northern side represents speculative method, sometimes known as the mystic yoga system. It is only the eastern side, devotional service, that enables one to attain real, life's real goal. On the southern side, there, there are fruitive activities by which one is subject, subject to the punishment of Yamaraj. When one follows a system of fruitive of activities, his material desires became, remain prominent. Consequently, the result of this process are compared to wasps and Drones. The living entity is bitten by the wasp and drones by fruit of activity, and thus he suffers material existence birth after birth. One cannot become free from material desires by following this process. The propensity of material enjoyment never ends. Therefore the cycle of birth and death continues and the spiritual spirit soul suffers perpetually. The mystic yoga process is compared to a black snake that devours a living entity and injects him with poison. The ultimate goal of the yoga system is to become one with the absolute. This means finishing one's personal existence. But the spiritual part and parcel of the Supreme Personality of God has an eternal individual existence. The Bhagavad Gita confirms that the individual soul existed in the past, is existing in the present, will continue to exist as an individual in the future. Artificially trying to become one with the absolute is suicidal. One cannot annihilate his natural condition. A yaksha, a protector of riches, will not allow anyone to take away riches for enjoyment. Such a demon will create disturbances. In other words, a devotee will not depend on his material resources but on the mercy of the Supreme Personality-Godhead, who can give real protection, this is called Rakshatiti Vishvasha. Or in the Bengali poetry, Bhaktunata Kors avasya Avasha Rashibe Krishna Vishvasha Palana. This surrendered soul must accept the fact that his real protector is Krishna, not his material acquisitions. Considering all these points, devotional service to Krishna is the real treasure of a house for the living entity. When one comes to the platform of devotional service, he remains opulent in the association of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. One is raft of devotional service is swallowed by the black snake of the yoga system and is bitten by the wasps and drones of fruitive activities and he suffers subsequent material miseries. Sometimes the living entity is misled into trying to merge into the Supreme into the spiritual existence, thinking himself as good as the Supreme Personality of Godhead. This become means that when he becomes to the spiritual platform, he will be disturbed and again return to the material platform. According to the Srimad Bhagavatam ten three two thirty two Yenanyay Anridnarakshamimuktama, stabad, Avishudad <inaudible> Buddhaya, Arukachenam Param Padam Pada, ado Nita Yasmud anangrayaha such people may become sannyasis, but unless they take shelter of the Krishna's lotus feet, they will return to the material platform to perform philanthropic activities. In this way, once spiritual life is lost. This is to be understood as being devoured by the black snake. Let's stop here. Any comments or questions or reflections? The next week we will begin from text. One thirty-six. On Thanks a lot. Hare Krishna.